Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Oh my gosh, I am so excited about today's show and today's guest. You all know how much I love the prophetic. I do the prophetic report on Wednesdays, and I talk about this lady so much, but you all introduced me to her, the Flyover family. I would have never have even heard her name if it wasn't for you, so I'm so thankful. We have had the opportunity to now meet her at the Reawaken America events. Mm -hmm. We've become friends. She's so much fun. She's a prophetic voice that's so important today. Welcome to the show, Julie Green! Yay! Hello. Thank you for having me on once again. Well, you know, um, you know what we're going to ask because we were rehearsing it beforehand. We need to hear one clear, good, good morning from Julie Green. Okay. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Yay! That makes us so happy. Your, your, your signature slogan. It is. <laughs> it is. So it, if, if people don't know you, which I don't know where they've been, maybe they've been hiding under a rock or something, if they don't know Julie Green, but tell us a little bit about your well, background. People were hitting us about it. It's, it's almost like everybody had, I don't know, like you're the last person to hear like Ice Ice Baby or something like that, whatever, you know, like the, the newest <laughs> song is. Never heard of I probably dated myself. Yeah, just uh, a little. <laughs> you know, but like, you've not heard this song. you never heard this song. Yeah. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? And, and then then you just instantly became a big part of our life. Like yeah. you filled the air in our home, you know, on a daily basis with, with what you were hearing from God. It was so encouraging. Uh, yeah. I, it, it just shocks me when I hear that, you know, cause I'm just like, I'm just that person that, okay, Lord, you have something to say. All right. I'll write it down. And then I say it and I get behind a camera and record it. Like, you know, you don't think anything of right. that. I mean, I just do what God's telling me. And, to hear it, how it affects so many people's lives, it really is humbling to the fact of what God is doing. Because I obviously never asked for the prophetic, and I didn't even ask to be in this office of the prophet. Um, I didn't pray that way. It was prophesied, and I'm just like, oh, okay, if that's what God wants, that's fine. Um, and I just, I always prayed, for those who know me, I always prayed, God, what, you're, what do people have to hear for this very day and this very hour? It is wow. very imperative to me when I'm preaching or even when I'm doing the videos every day, it is what God wants people to hear. It is God's revelations. It's his words and not mine because he knows the heart of people. He knows exactly what people need to hear those specific words. Because when I was in the dark time of my own life, I asked God, okay, Lord, what do you want me to hear right now for this very day to get me out of where I'm in right now? And every single time he did it, every single time it was just, I, I just stumbled upon a, a video or something, a scripture that I had to hear that was breaking the darkness that was in my own life. And so that's why I am so adamant about that, because I want that same type of thing to happen to God's people that happened to me when I was in that place of darkness and despair as well. So I, I got a question for you just for, you know, if this is kind of new language for people, this is a new space. And they're watching it. And they're scratching their chin and trying to figure this out. Obviously, you have a shofar back behind you and a sword, a, respe a respectable collection of, yep. of, of wooden plaques and quotes. You know, um, what all does this mean? Those Some of those things might be new new for people. And for someone who's like, how they differentiate uh, God's voice and a prophetic voice from like a, a 900 number and you call in and get your fortune read and, and all this stuff. For, for someone, someone who may think prophets were 
Old Testament. It's Elijah, Elisha stuff. And, you know, old guys with beards that look like Gandalf and wear robes. And this, you don't, you don't look like any of those things. So, <laughs> them, them. so like, you actually look very normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 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 like, for someone who's new in this space, they're sitting there like, I was wondering all those things. Thanks for bringing this up. Like, people put, like, how, how do you bridge this for people and help them kind of understand what is God doing and what, what does it mean to hear God's voice? And is that an exclusive thing for you? And can other people also hear God's voice? That's a lot of questions wrapped up in one, but. That's, that's, that's fine. So I'm hoping I answer all of them correctly. Okay. So now the difference between a 1-800 or 1-900 number and a prophecy. So Satan takes everything that God gives and he twists it. And he's very, it's very demonic. Just like with, when God gave uh, the words to um, Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden and Satan twisted those words. And so they really believed a lie. It was manipulated. And so that's what Satan does. So God's prophets are really God's giving them news before the news. So he's warning people. He's giving people things so that when um, disaster strikes or when things start shaking, or when God's about to move his hand, he doesn't want his people in the midst of all of that shaking in the midst of all that darkness. So God gives warning because he talks about that in Amos 3, 7. He does not do anything without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. So just like with Abraham, when Abraham um, was going and talking and praying about Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham went to God because God went to him and said, hey, I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's like, no, 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 don't. God is always talking to people. Always, always, always. He's always giving warning. He's always giving us direction. He's always giving us things to avoid destruction, to avoid death or to avoid um, anything that Satan wants to do. So God is the warner. He warns us about what's going on. And then you have people that are just the exact opposite. It is totally demonic. It's evil. Those are familiar spirits, those, those psychics and mediums and stuff. Those are total, mm -hmm. total demonic. It's evil. It's nasty. Stay away from them. You're opening yeah. up the door to the demonic. It is something to get you away from God. It's something to open the door to fear and doubt and worry and unbelief. And it is something so heinous. It really gets people so demonically controlled. You want to stay away from that yeah. because that is Satan's mouthpieces. It is a totally the opposite of God. Yeah. So if you ever want to know about what's going on in your own life and what you want, uh, what to do about it, you go to God, you go to his word. Yeah. He said, my sheep know my voice. Our spiritual ears are open to hear. And no matter what, you Good. are his chosen person. You are his chosen generation. You are his child. God will always speak to each and every one of you. He may not speak prophetically about the world or about the nations, but he will give you insight on what to do, what to say, but what is going on in your own life to change the course of what's going on, to destroy the power of the darkness. So again, so good. all that that you hear from mediums and, and psychics, that is demonic. Mm -hmm. We hear from prophets, that is a voice piece of God. That we are giving God his voice. We're giving it, uh, we're giving it a voice to speak in the world today. Mm -hmm. So we are his mouthpieces. Those so are good. Mouthpieces, we're God's mouthpieces. I hope that answered all the questions. It's if great. I let me know. <laughs> okay, so question for you, and you kind of said, I just want to reiterate it. So we all hear God's voice, but a prophet is someone that's actually used by God to speak over the nation or over mm -hmm. a specific or a group of people. He's like yeah. the mouthpiece piece for that. It's like a um, a position that God has given them in the body of Christ. Is that correct? Yeah, 
an anointing. It's a mantle that God gives and he anoints and appoints the right people. And yes, but we hear about regarding the church or we'll Mm -hmm. hear things about regarding the nations. Not everybody will hear that, Mm -hmm. but they will hear maybe God saying, hey, don't do this. Don't go there. Don't go here. You'll hear what God is saying. And it's never an audible voice. People, I mean, God does speak audibly. I have specifically never heard the audible voice of God, but he does do that. Um, and when he does do that, I'm, it's more for like, hey, I'm trying to get your attention. Yeah. Hello. Audible voice, I'm going to yell. <laughs> you know, but there is an audible voice, but don't pray for voices. Don't mm. ever do that. That is totally demonic. But you will hear mm. the still small voice. That's why we're supposed to, in prayer, get quiet mm. before the Lord. Because it's almost like a thought. But it's not. It comes out of here and not here. It's hard for me to describe it. It's just natural to me now. Um, I just get before the Lord, turn on Robin Bullock and his music, and all of a sudden, it's just his voice is just right there, and I just start writing immediately. Wow. So not everybody's going to hear it the exact same way. You're you're not everybody's going like, to have the prophet's anointing, but everybody can hear from God, especially regarding their own life. That is really good. Okay, something I want to bring up that's kind of interesting. I was uh, the Lord's had me in First Samuel, Second Samuel. I was telling you this before we started recording, and then now I'm in First Kings. Been reading through this lately, and He's pointing out a lot of different things. But today specifically, which He is so good because obviously we're interviewing you today. Uh, he actually showed me um, in First Kings 16. I've got my Bible here. I know Colton's got it there too, but um, He was talking about uh, when. Uh, Ahab came on the scene and mm-hmm. Jezebel came on the scene, how evil and how wicked they were. And God was even saying, let me look at the specific word here because it was kind of interesting. I mean, he pointed them out. He said, now Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. So very evil. And then Jezebel came on the scene and he did all of this Baal worship. All these different things came from that. But then in my commentary, the next section, which is actually 17, so 1 Kings 17, they immediately start talking about Elijah. And it says, God answered Israel's worst king by raising up one of the greatest and most powerful prophets in the Old Testament with Elijah. And as I was reading that, I kept coming back to where we are today in our world. We're dealing with so much evil, so much so that they're calling good evil and evil good. I mean, we are seeing that all around us. Yeah, I mean, it's evil. The worst that we could imagine, we're seeing it in our world today. So when I was reading that, I thought, look at all of the prophets that the Lord has been raising up, very strong voices that people that had never even knew about the prophetic or heard about the prophetic or even knew what a prophet was are now listening. And I thought, that is really interesting. What is your thought on that? Has the Lord revealed anything to you about that? Or or what's your thought on what's going on right now with the prophets? Yeah. So the reason why there has to be so many prophets in the land is because there is so much evil. And we have nowadays like a Jezebel and Ahab, and that is Hillary and Bill Clinton. Yes. That's one example. Now, they're just one example. And Baal worship is like abortion and all these things are doing with the children. And there are things that they do that we have no idea, but God's going to uncover all the stuff that they are doing to children. There is such an evil in this world today that has been controlling the world. They have the mouthpieces all over, which is the news media. They have the government now. They have governments around the world. They have people that just do whatever they want as they will. Um, They have yes men all over the place. There is so much evil, but God has always, always. And people say, well, that's just for the the time of old. 
if God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, yep. and if he had prophets in the word during all the times when it was really evil, during all the times where God was going to do something major, like when he used Moses in the book of Exodus, if he uses mouthpieces in the word of God in the Old Testament, and we have a better covenant than they did, why would God not use prophets in the days of evil now? Great he question. would, because he yep. doesn't change. God is the same. And so what he uses the prophets for is you have all this evil and you have all these lies, you have all this deception. And so what God uses the prophets for is to get truth out there. Mm-hmm. And so people, and then not only does he give it to us the news before the news, that's what prophecy is. And then it proves the word. These words are undeniably, you can't deny these are God's words. And people are saying, well, you're false. Okay, how is it that I can sit there and hear something months in advance, if not almost a year in advance, and then it comes out in the news? I can do that on my own because they're not my words. And I will not take credit for something that I didn't specifically say. They're God's words to get God's people to focus on him, to get them to encourage them in what is going on, that he is in control no matter what things look like. And that's why he's talking about everything under the sun in order to get God's people to to go over this direction and say, you know what? I'm going to pay attention to what what are the prophets saying today? What is this saying today? Instead of, oh God, what is the news saying again? It's hopeless. Attention on the right thing. It's so critical. Something that always jumps out at me is kind of interesting is um, I've heard Robin reference that sometimes people in the church will say, Hey, we love the prophetic, but you have to get so political. Um, And what's interesting is like, there's two levels to that one. Like I couldn't even control what Stacy says to me, let alone what God says to me. Right. (laughs) If if someone can say, Hey, I love your wife, but could she not talk about this? I'd be like, yeah, you tell her, you know, Um, like, and that's, that's at this level alone. Like, yeah, I'll go to God. I'll tell him to stop, stop giving me uh, political words. Thank you for, for, you know, why don't you tell God, you know, since you're such a boss, you know, you go tell God what he should say and not say, but that's a whole separate subject. That's a good point. But the historical precedent for consistently prophets would come to the Kings and be like, Hey, 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 there's this guy that, you know, had one sheep and someone had 99. There's this thing, you know, and like they were consistently calling out leadership all the way through the Old Testament. Um, and Jesus consistently spoke to power. John the Baptist, John the Baptist, oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking like he was, you know, on on the, he was a truther, you know, at the at the tip of the spear of his time and eventually, you know, lost his life for it. So, so you know, so much speaking of power. But what do you say on that when people have this conflicting, like we, we love the prophetic words. Can you give me one about my finances changing? Or can you give me a prophetic word about this or that? But like, oh, just kind of, I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about all the political stuff. You know, I, what do you, what are your thoughts on that whole subject? Um, I only give what the father tells me to say. Yeah. And so if he doesn't tell me to say anything about your finances, I'm not going to. If he tells me about politics, I don't care what he says about politics. I'm going to say it, whether people unfortunately, where people like it or not, because it's his words. And when people that have that illusion of, the, you know, we have to separate church and the state, oh, the church should have nothing to do with politics. Okay, that was a lie from the pit of hell. Right. And because of the church saying, okay, we have to separate, because again, a twisting of words, mm-hmm. it was a twisting of words, that is not what it meant. It meant the government could not control the church. That's what that meant. But of course, now all of a sudden it got twisted. Now the government controls the church and that is a bunch of bull and that should never have happened. Yep. But when it comes to the church, 
We never should have gotten out of government or we not would not have the problem we have today. When you take God out of the government, look what you got. A yeah. cesspool yep. of serpents, snakes, rats, liars, thieves, you name it, because the church took God out of our government. We should never take God out of anything. It should never be separated. And all of a sudden now, even with this ministry, we've been praying over senators, praying over congressmen, yep. praying over governors. God is bringing the church back into politics and shame on us and shame on the church for ever getting out of it. We never should have gotten out of it because we would not be in the problem we have today. Because it's like you said, all the prophets were around the leaders of those days, giving them what God was saying. Yep. And that stopped for a time. And God is saying, no, we got to go back to what was supposed to be intended for this all along. God was never supposed to be taken out of our government. Man, that's so true. Okay, since you're going to go political, since yes, political. So let's talk a little bit about President Trump, because uh, a few weeks ago, you had a message specifically for President Trump. It made everyone cry. I know that you were crying as well as you were going through that. I mean, that was <laughs> this so... Is the sunglasses one? Yeah, the sun, oh, that was so powerful. Yeah. I mean, so powerful. I, we, I listened to that, I think, twice the first day oh, yeah. it came out. Oh, yeah. And I cried every time. You know, um, I showed it in my prophetic report. I'd seen it several times. I cried, you know, again, because it was like you could just feel the presence of the Lord all over that. Um, and, but there's been some prophetic words that have come out this week, Manuel Johnson, some things that came out from Hank Kuhneman about President Trump. Uh, tell us what's the Lord been saying to you lately about him? Um, he's coming back. And one yes. of the things I just was talking about <laughs> with uh, Pastor <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I had a prophetic word I have not given out yet. It, um, I've already pre-recorded it because I'm leaving tomorrow, so I'm pre-recording all of next week's. But one of the things he said was he doesn't need an election to bring our president back. Amen. That is what man needs, but that is not what God needs. Yep. And so, again, God is doing things behind the scenes. Even if the whole thing with Mar-a-Lago and the whole thing with the FBI, God's been giving me prophecies. There are so many prophecies fulfilled about the FBI right now. And so, and now he's going to start uncovering the CIA. He's going to start covering the NSA and what they were doing and how they were being used against him and us. But God is saying, no, he's coming back and he will come back before the end of the year. And that I'm telling you, he's going to, because that goes along with another prophecy that I had heard where people thought I was crazy. And when they first heard it was Benjamin Netanyahu was going to be prime minister again, that God was going to bring him back. And not only was God going to bring prime minister Netanyahu back, which is coming back next month because they're having their fifth election in three years. Yep. And he is primed to go right in without a problem because, again, the deep state and the one world government had gotten in and stolen that election as well. It wasn't just our election that was right. stolen. Yep. It was elections around the world. And one of them, several different times, was prime, uh, prime minister Netanyahu they tried that many times to get him out. And of course, it worked right after Trump was taken out of office when they stole that election from him. So he is coming back. God said, you don't need to have an election to bring him back. So you don't have to wait till 2024. You don't have to wait for the midterm elections for anything to change in this earth and anything to change in this nation. God is going to change it in his own timing. And yes, it's going to be in this year. Yes, we need to start keep praying for him because yep. we have had one assassination attempt after him, after another, after another, after another. I mean, you got to think about this. He has all the agencies, the three-letter agencies against him, yep. along with the AG and this fraudulent government and the one-world government. I mean, mm -hmm. give me a break. That's why we can never uh, stop praying for him without ceasing. 
I've had a couple different words regarding President Trump. And yes, that one specifically, I cried and I still cry when I think about it today. I still cry when I read it because I felt the anointing on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All over it. Seriously, it was a compassion of him because he has sacrificed his family, his life, some of his fortune, his time, everything to be scrutinized, be treated like crap, and then stolen from time and time again, every single day something is going on. And what they're doing is really trying to get him indicted, which is not going to happen. God said, that's not going to happen to him. Mm -hmm. So do not be afraid of it. We had the power to tear those that all that junk down that the AG and the Biden fake Biden administration is trying to pull on him because these are the days of Haman. So they're trying to get him and God is saying, no, nothing is going to happen to him except for the fact that he's going to take back the seat, which was stolen from him. And God allowed it. And people say, God would never allow that to happen. Yes, he did. One, he wanted the evil people to fall in front of center stage and make fools of themselves. It's exactly yep. what they're doing now, especially when they think Biden was the best uh, job or the best guy they had for the job. Seriously. <laughs> uh, Is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but he did have to not only humble our, our rightful president, but also um, uh, give him the joy, the peace, yep. give him covering, anoint him and to give him that peace and rest that he had to have. Mm-hmm. Because he oh. did have to have it. And he had people that infiltrated him. He didn't know it. Some of the inner circles, not only in the government part of his inner circle, but unfortunately, the Christian side of his circle, the ones that were giving him advice. Mm-hmm. So sad. Spiritually. Yeah. And so God's warned about that. He warned me in February when I had a prophetic word. I had that up somewhere. Um, I forgot about that, that God had warned back then that he had people infiltrating him that close to him. If people ever wonder about your, your, your words, there are whole Facebook groups dedicated towards people. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, almost like fan club kind of things, almost like fantasy football people. They get together and, you know, chisel over all these, that, that like dissect these things and and show fulfilled prophetic words and then post when these things come to pass. It's it's pretty phenomenal. It is. It's really exciting to, to watch that. There's Facebook, Facebook, uh, one, there's a telegram one. There is a, the prophecy index. Um, so there's sometimes where my uh, team has to send me all these articles. I even have one of my best friends send me all these articles because I can't watch the news. So I am not getting when prophecies are fulfilled. There's a lot of things that have been fulfilled that I have no clue about. Wow. And so they don't sit there and send all these things to me. I just got one sent to me about the queen this morning that God has been prophesying. I think I have 10 or more uh, prophecies about the queen. And now one just came to pass just this morning. Yeah. And, uh, actually, it was like three in one because it named a couple of things and then her. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And that's why when people say, oh, the prophets are not for now. Are you serious? There's too much. Even with Robin. I yep. saw one with somebody jumping out of a plane. You can't make that up. And that nope. was like a month or two before that even happened. I was going to tell you too, Hank Kuhneman, the one that was this week about Trump, it was also about Netanyahu and both of them coming back into office. So like, uh, that is so cool. Oh Even God, they have God. that. I know. Another thing that jumped out at me with when I was listening to Hank is that the the, the United States and Israel are are woven together. They are. In a very unique way. And I did not know that, that when basically their government kind of, you know, unraveled it was the same day as Roe Wade in June. It was it June 9th or something? Uh, no, it was the 20th. Whatever, whatever date that was, but it, it, was the, it was the same day mm-hmm. 
that that happened here. Because it was 666-06-24-2022. Their leadership basically dissolved and uh, brought into alignment for their upcoming election. And so I'm like, wow. man, it's it's on the exact day, not week or close or month. It was yep. the same day. So you can't deny there's there's this connection between, you know, I don't know. I think the United States has a, has a special place in God's heart. I think Israel yeah. mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, undeniably has a special place in, in God's heart. And we, we sort of are moving to the same heartbeat mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. And the reason for that is because the Israel is God's land that he put his people there. Okay. That was the land he chose for his people and his people are there. This land was chosen for God. And it was the only nation around the world that was made up because they wanted freedom to serve God alone. They didn't want a dictator. They didn't want a queen. They didn't want anybody else telling them what to do. They want to be able to freely serve God. God has never forgotten that. Never, 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 never. And that's the reason why the United States is so important to God. And it's he calls it my nation. He calls Israel my nation. He calls the United States my nation. And so I did not know that those two happened on the same exact day. But I do know because he gave me that prophecy back at the beginning of the year or end of last year, where he said about Netanyahu and Trump. He talked about them both, and he said they're going to come back in the same season at the same time. And so when you told me about Hank saying that, that was a prophecy. <laughs> That's another confirmation to me. So yep. I just get like a little schoolgirl when I hear somebody else prophesying the same yep. thing because I got so much flack for that. I got so much pushback for that. Uh, it was unreal. But I'm wow. like, you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else says. I'm only going to say what God tells me to say, whether people – you know, get mad at me or not, I have to say what God is saying. I yes. mean, literally, I, I, I have a responsibility to that. And I have to, um, you know, I have to go before the Lord if I don't. Yep. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm not going to be in trouble for, for not saying something. So yeah, I say everything he needs me to say. But, I love know, it. So all, I'm all my kids say, hear my voice. If they were together yeah. talking, they would compare notes and be like, oh, I've heard dad tell that same story. Right. You know, Dad it, said that to me too. It would, yeah. it would it'd be the same. That's exactly right. I, what I'll do too is in the notes for everybody that's watching, I'll put the Hank Kuhneman prophetic word that we're talking about there. I'm going to put that in the notes so you guys can see that. It's a video. I'll do that. And then I'll also put the um, prayer and what the message that you had for President Trump. I'll put that also the, the, in the notes. The, the, so the everybody sunglass has prophecy. That. Yeah, exactly. The sunglass prophecy. You were in your car. <laughs> Those are cool. <laughs> they were very cool. I, Aviators. I yeah, I had to do it that way because I knew I was going to cry. And I didn't yep. want to put makeup on, have my makeup on everywhere. So I literally, I had to get out in my car, or out in this rental car that I had. And it was, this is, this is in Alabama. God told me wow. to go to Robin, Robin Bullock's church that weekend. Wow. Short, yeah. I was in Arizona the weekend before that with my family. And all of a sudden he said, go to Alabama next weekend. I'm going, that's next weekend. Go to Alabama. I'm like, okay. Okay. Lord. So I, I looked at my CEO that, that was, it was a Friday. And I said, God is going to, I looked at the seat that I was going to sit in. And I said, God is going to give me a really powerful prophetic word tomorrow. And I'm like, he's never given me anything like that before it happened. I mean, I just, wow. I, and so all of a sudden I knew when I had to give that word out, I'm like, I got to get by myself, not even in a hotel room by myself. I need to get out where I need to shout. If I need to cry, whatever I need to yep. do. Wow. I had to worry about people inside of me. And so I just went out to this car. I'll buy, I, I parked it on the side of the hotel instead of being in front. I parked on the side where nobody else was. And I just gave that word, but I knew I had to do with my sunglasses because I'm like, I'm going to ugly cry here. I'm going <laughs> to 
It was powerful. Well, those sunglasses were really cool too. It was powerful and, and they're pretty cool. Yep. All right. So to, who, says, who says prophets can't be cool? You know? I know. They, they are like, to, Julie's very they cool. They don't have to wear robes and look like Gandalf. I know. You know? Exactly. You can, you can wear aviators <laughs> and be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So obviously the information came out about the queen today. Anything that prophetically you want to share uh, about that? We'd love to hear it. Yeah. So this one I have up. This was from, let me get it up here. Uh, August 25th, your enemies are self-destructing. This is from the prophecy from August 25th. Watch the queen. Something isn't how it appears to be, and the truth will be revealed, saith the Lord. Now, there was um, several of them, I've said uh, in the past. Something's going on with Prince Charles against the queen, and because he really wants the crown. And so the Lord has been not only warning him, but he's been warning about, and then he also talked about back with, um, this was, oh, what? It does not have a date on it. Okay. Um, interruptions and explosions are taking place at one time. You can look these up. You just go under queen and you can find all these, but it talks about her death. And so, um, I'm trying to find it here. I'm sorry. Sometimes these don't pop up right away for me. I know how other people do it, how they can just sit there and go on our website and it just comes up right away. <laughs> I have to sit there and just like scroll through. Here we go. The queen's death will hit the royals and shake some because they know it was no accident. But Charles, Charles, you don't get that crown no matter what even. Though you followed their instructions and you went through with it, Big Ben will be your sign. You're Going to uh, down in the one world government and their great reset. You are on. Uh, you are your own mother's murderer. Wow, so, um, that's strong. Oh. There again. See, there's a lot of them right there. Thank you yep. for pulling that up. Um, yep. There's so many. That's why I'm, I can't go over all of them. But there's so many. But he does talk about the queen. He talks about her death. He talks about what Prince Charles did, and he did it for the one world government because they want to get the Queen Elizabeth out of the way, so Prince Charles can be running that type of area. Because he is one of them. He yeah. is a globalist. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't care if he had to get his mother out of the way. She truly doesn't care. Oh. They're that cold-hearted. I mean, and so with her having all of a sudden this health issue, I, I, I truly believe something has been going on with her. Because he's been prophesying this since the beginning of this year. Or I think that was a prophecy last year. That's why I didn't have a date on it. Yep. Because that was last year's. Um, but that one, she hasn't been the same since COVID. Since yeah. she had COVID, she hasn't really been seen that much. And we know that they do weird things with people and imitating people. And Yep. Very, very so true. So Colton pulled up your website. It's jgminternational.org, jgminternational.org. And then when you want to find the prophetic um, words there, you go to prophecies, and then you can say what it says, please click here to search for a specific prophecy. And then you could just put the word in that you're looking for, and it, and it uh, will pull up there. I mean, it's just so powerful. I'm so thankful for the words that the Lord is giving you that you are sharing with us. You can find you on Rumble. That's where I follow you as on Rumble. You were on YouTube, but the deep state just couldn't handle you any longer. <laughs> Four times. Four yeah. times. I was on there. Yeah. And I do have a prophetic word coming up. Um, I actually have just pre-recorded it this morning. It was a word I heard this morning. It will come out on Wednesday. Exciting. And, and the reason why I'm saying this is because we we're just talking about doubles and imposters. Yep. It is called, um, hold on, let me, let me pull it up. I just had it. It is called The Biden Will Be Unmasked. Oh, mm. wow. 
I want to play something here if, if Colton can pull it up. Um, the uh, the the Benny Johnson uh, of the the two rally comparison. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that kind of people know, but they're not usually visible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you kind of get a you kind of get a feel like um, I don't know. It's it's odd. It's odd for somebody to campaign from their basement, not really go out in public. And then when they do, they can't fill a phone booth and stuff. But the cameras always just show the stage and the speaker. Um, Benny Johnson, who used to be part of Turning Point USA and so forth, um, did this little cut. I'm going to play this real quick because it's very revealing of public sentiment of of where the people are. Because they're always trying to present this as if our country is like this 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. And, and you feel it like even when I've traveled through like, you know, San Francisco and places I'd wear like a, a Trump T-shirt or something. I would get nothing but like this high and fives. High fives yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm in the San Francisco airport and and everybody you know, like I don't think it's this 50 50 split. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like 96 percent media coverage to present something to be. It's almost like a football game when when there's a really bad team like the Jaguars or some of these teams. They'll, they'll they'll show the stands in such a way that it looks like there's a lot more people there. Right. They don't show that the upper bowl's empty and that you know they didn't sell out because it was bad for the NFL brand or whatever. Like they they position the cameras in a way to kind of tell a, a different story. But I'm gonna play this this clip real quick and and we're seeing more of oh that's their heart also on display with their words. Mm-hmm. It's not mixed with like niceties and if you read between the lines you see what they mean. There's very transparent in their anger and and rage against the majority of the people of this country. So I'm going to play this this clip that Benny Johnson put out the other day real quick. anything else you realize that the point is we ask so much of you so much of you i've not apart in the exact same town exact same town two days apart what do you have to say i want cry whenever i hear that song me too yeah i, I do <laughs> i i love the fact um because this is they're all smoke show and mirrors there's it, it's all fake it's a facade they're imposters they're liars they're cheaters and it's obvious and that's the reason why look at trump you cannot deny yep the fact that he is being used by God. You cannot divide this, this, you know, you cannot say that he is not the president of the United States of America. It shows that he is the yep. president of the United States of America, no matter how many times people have tried to discredit it. He is the rightful president. And then you have Biden who can barely, he couldn't even fill half of a gymnasium. <laughs> That's like a high school gym. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and think about this though. It was so solemn. Oh, and it was. It was Angry. so like, 
luxurious and stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have all these people, yeah, you know, ah! red, white, and blue everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Everywhere. That's the American people. That is what's all over the place. I was, I, I've been traveling all across the United States. If you guys know, I'm rarely ever home anymore. Nope. And all I, all I see still are Trump and Pence yep. signs from 2020. That's true. And semis that just like, remember in Octavia? Yeah. Where there was that uh, Trump 2020. Yep. 2024, which I'm not going there yet. Nope. But I'm just like, there is a just a love. You can see it. And now yep. we can't put him on a pest, pedestal because he has anointed a point by God. And if it wasn't sure. for God, he couldn't be able to do what he's doing. Yep. But he is anointed by God. And yep. you can see the difference. The demonic, just like with when Biden, people were showing me that uh, the His other speech. day when he had that red in the background, he was like, you know, like yes. Hitler. Hitler. You know, it was war. And God's saying that they want a war. And because they know this time, he, they're, Trump is a tipping time, a ticking time bomb for them. Mm-hmm. They know he has the information. That's the reason why they broke into Mar-a-Lago is because he has the information on them. And he can seriously go and do this information anytime he wants. He can take back the government. He can do all these things. And they're like, we yep. have to stop him. We have to stop him. We have to stop him. Why do you think they're, so, they're like foaming at the mouth for getting him indicted? And because if you're indicted, then you can't be president. Yeah. Which again, if, if you're a fake and phony AG and a, and president, you're, you're nothing matters anyway what you say or do. But God even talked about a prophetic word. It's coming out about Obama too. So there is a lot going to happen here in the next. We're coming up to the Lord's feasts and uh, watch this season because we're coming up to an end of a Shemitah. We're coming up to beginning of Jubilee, and there is a lot going on. And um, be prepared. That is exciting. Yes, it's exciting. Man, Julie, this has been so much fun as always. I absolutely love it. You're the best. You are. You truly are the best. Amazing. And we really appreciate everything that you are doing, all the traveling that you're doing, all of the just speaking to people across the United States, bringing hope everywhere you go and truth. So thank you so much. Uh, Can we we end with one last good morning from Julie Green? (laughs) Do you take requests? Do you take requests? (laughs) Yes. Good morning, everybody. Yay! <laughs> I love it. Julie, that's, thank that's you so best, much for your time. That's the best time. good morning slogan since since uh, uh, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And good morning, Vietnam. Yes. 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 I did. I did see that clip several different times. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're now number one. You took you over the number, number one, one ranking of, of good mornings. That is exactly in, in all right. of history. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate again. It's all it's all God. I mean, he he does everything. I cannot do any of the videos without him. I I'm not. I'm seriously. You know, I'm not a good speaker. Like I can stumble over words, or I can stutter, or I can mumble. You know, and I talk really fast. So I I kind of remind myself. I'm like, man, I know what Moses felt like in a way because he wasn't a good speaker, but he didn't do it. His brother did it for him. But at yeah. least I'll do it. But. I'm just like, why did you pick somebody who doesn't speak fluently very well sometimes? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, but it reminds me, God never uses anybody that is, you know, they all had weaknesses and they all had imperfections. And because God is the one who perfects us all. Again, Amen. we can't do anything without him. So yes, it it's all, it's all about him. Every, it, yeah. every single thing is all about him. But he always chooses someone that's willing to be used. And that's where you were. You're like, Lord, use me in any way. And you're extremely obedient to everything that he's asked you to do and continue uh, to ask you to do. So it's amazing. We look forward to seeing you next week. 
We're going to yeah. have such a great time at the Reawaken America event in, in Washington, Idaho, Washington, Washington area. Idaho together. And then yep. uh, will you be in Pennsylvania? I'm going to be in all of them. Yay. Well, we'll, awesome. Well, we're going to end the year strong. That's right. Together, hanging out. Yeah. You guys are out there and you, and you want some encouragement. There's nothing more encouraging than a Reawaken America yeah. event because you got, I don't know, 60, 70 speakers. I don't know, speaking for 15, 20 minutes a pop over a two day period, mm-hmm. there's something for everyone. And, and this smashes the spirit of fear That's right. and educates you to walk out and be more powerful where you live and actually make a difference when you get home. That's what it's about. So thank you look again, forward Julie. To seeing time it is it's time for an economic update with dr dr kirk elliott so great to be back with you again welcome back president trump's all about making america great again but you know you're doing something that's that's just pretty much as cool you're making economics cool again that's true you know like i don't know there's ever been a point in time where a, a phd in economics was as relevant or as, as, as cool as it is right now, because that's what everybody wants to talk about, is, is 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 money. How can I protect what we have? How can I survive what's going on around us? And, you know, you got Bible verse tattoos and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I always how tell do people, you describe him? I say, this ain't your grandpa's PhD. That's what you say. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is this is the uh, the, the cool the new. The new cool one. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys, you guys don't know, Dr. Dr. Kirk Kelly, I've known him for 25 years before he was even, even a doctor. Yep. Um, he has one in, in in economics and and how the central banks work and, and develop the model for actually detecting what real inflation is, the real numbers, not the numbers that they tell you. But the other one's in theology. So you kind of got both sides of this going all the time. For but, such but a time as this? For, it is. For such a time as this, it's never been as mm-hmm. relevant as it is right now. And you bring a whole fun edge to it. And the thing I always hear from everybody when they get a hold of your office and they'll set up a consultation with you and you got you know, some family and stuff there, but you have a great infrastructure yeah, we can get do. with people really quick and 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 uh you know kind of handle the load that our times are demanding but everybody says the same thing i mean literally everybody says the same thing this is like same with dr sherwood as well mm-hmm. like somebody can when people had covid and they call in they're like i just knew i was gonna be okay once i talked to him yep you know because he had a lot of confidence in it people say the same thing about you it's like you know once i talked to dr doctor it was like I I I, I knew, my, that everything I, knew okay. I was going to be right. I could sleep mm-hmm. at night. I put my head on the pillow and I could sleep like a baby because because I I, I knew what to do because of what was coming up and mm-hmm. it was very peaceful and confident and the fear went away. I don't know if I like Doctor Sherwood because he's an awesome friend. But when when TV adds ten pounds to you, and he gets on TV and it didn't add any. What well, it does? What you, it just does it indiscriminately. I know the guy is ripped, but it adds ten pounds of muscle to him. <laughs> like, yeah, bam! He's in such good shape. It's like I just talked to him over the weekend. It's like, dude, I, I want what you've got. So he's yeah. going to do some medical consulting Love with me. Cool of his DNA tests and all that stuff that he does. I mean, yep. he is just awesome. He is he's a great guy. So you, you got to have the right people. And to be a little bit jealous, just a little, just a little bit. But for David to put you two in that same category, that is the truth. We hear that from everyone. Whenever people work with Dr. Sherwood, always the same response. Whenever we've had people work with you, it's always the exact same response, that they're able to sleep at night, they feel confident, they're so glad that they were able to connect with you. 
Well, I mean, okay, so not but to you. Make you this you are about, for their bank uh, account what he is for their biceps. There you go. That, that's so. right. I mean, doing the right thing is never super easy, right? Mm-hmm. But when you do the right thing, you always get amazing benefits. Yes. And, and so, so what we're so America, I mean, for a century, right, has has been doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, but now other countries are doing the wrong thing. And what is the wrong thing? We've amassed way too much debt. And the Bible tells us that a borrower is a slave to the lender, mm-hmm. right? Ultimately, yeah. at some point, you got to pay the piper for mismanagement. Yep. And that's that's where we are right now. I mean, if you look at the debt right now, it's mm-hmm. well over $30 trillion national debt. Um, if you add all the unfunded future obligations, which what are unfunded future obligations? Those are things that Congress has already passed that we just haven't had to pay out everything on yet, like Social Security future benefits, um, welfare, all the other entitlements, mm-hmm. Medicare, Medicaid. You know, they've already passed those into law. We just haven't made all those payments yet, right? So, so unfunded future mm-hmm. obligations are well into the $150 trillion wow. at this point. This is what our Congress has already passed. We're living in a system of debt mm-hmm. and unsustainable debt, right? And so, but it's not just here in America. They're, they're doing this in Japan. They're doing this in Europe. They're doing this in Asian. I mean, they're everywhere. Our mm-hmm. system is based on debt. So what, what then comes from that is trying to fund that debt because yeah. the interest payments get so much that it becomes unsustainable. So then they have to print more money to actually fund that debt, which makes inflation even worse, causes prices to go up. And then you start to get civil unrest, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, and so we've talked about this on, on previous shows that always, like 100% of the time, it's not even 99.9% of the time, that when you have a prolonged period of civil unrest, economic, con- I'm sorry, of economic contraction, um, a bad economy, prices going up, people can't afford to to pay their rent and they have to choose between eating or paying their rent or yep. staying warm because the price of energy has gone right. so It always is followed by civil unrest, yep. right? So yep. we're seeing this in China right now mm-hmm. as banks are withholding Chinese citizens' money. Yep, They said, we're not giving it to you because A, they don't have it, um, but B, even even if they did have it, they've got so much debt because of Evergrande going into default that they've got their own debt obligation. So that, you know, the future use of their money, they just don't have. We're seeing this in Sri Lanka, where food inflation yep. has gone through the through the roof. And you're starting to see politicians' houses being burned down and riots and protesting and looting. Mm-hmm. We're seeing this in um, Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. And and different of Central Asian countries because mm-hmm. of what we're seeing in Russia, Ukraine, agricultural exports have come to a screeching halt. The price of oil and gas has gone through the roof, mm-hmm. right? And so so you're seeing a lot of civil unrest there in, in the capital cities. Well, now to actually amplify this, just just this morning, um, actually no, I'm sorry, it was not this morning. All the days are a blur. It was like a couple mornings ago. Um, there's a leaked paper that came out of the UK uh, where cops are preparing for greater civil unrest this winter. So as, as you lead, read through this, um, their, their new prime minister, Liz Truss, um, she has only a few weeks, basically, mm-hmm. to get a, a 
confidence turned around in the, in the UK economy. Few weeks, I mean, how in trouble. <laughs> you can't even turn your house around in a right. few weeks, right? Let alone Little an country. entire national economy, right? Yep. So economic turmoil and financial instability. There's they are in this article, they're talking about exactly what we've talked about, how civil unrest always follows economic turmoil. And it's an exact quote here. Prolonged and painful economic pressure could spark greater civil unrest, similar to 2011 London riots. And so, mm. so what's going on? So mm. inflation is at multi-decade highs. Um, the the cost of energy in, in the UK is is off the chart. So yep. my daughter, my daughter just got engaged, and yay! Um, and in Paris at the Eiffel Tower. Um, it was a very sweet little story, but she was, she went there, um, with her boyfriend and a few other couples that they all went and this was their plan is, is Riley and Josh. But as in Europe, they, they were staying at these hotels and it was hotter than blazes, but they couldn't use air conditioning, not allowed. They simply weren't allowed because the hotels didn't want to have to pay the energy prices to, to cool down all these oh rooms. Right. And she's like, so so there's a movement now in, in the United Kingdom to slow down and to riot and protest and simply not pay their energy bills. What are they going to do? Shut everybody off? It's like, yes, I think they will actually shut everybody off yeah. because if you own a company and nobody's paying you, you still have to pay for the energy yep. that's coming in from places like where? Russia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and so, so Russia's energy giant, Gazprom, um, they're actually limiting the flows of natural gas in into Europe. Um, this, this, you know, is hard for this new prime minister to, to save households from energy poverty, really. It's like, I would not want that job for anything, right? Mm. So all of that is just to say what could happen in China, what could happen in Europe could happen here. Sure. Right. And and it's just the it's yeah. just the end result, the net effect of bad government policy um, that causes inflation, that causes higher taxes. I mean, and and then you add to that the international conflicts and the prices that come from the Russian Ukraine um, disorder or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call the war, the conflict. Um, add to that. Still, 70% of everything we consume in America is coming from China. Yep. Well, what if China and, and Taiwan start to go at it and they shut down the ports and they limit exports outright? It's like, well, prices are just going to soar. It, so the, what, we, what we've just begun, we haven't seen even the middle or the end of the inflationary pressures yet because everything that we see is going to grow or shrink because of policies that come out of right. D.C., mm -hmm. We're seeing bad policies, and I don't see any of those changing anytime real soon. So to to quote like Elon Musk from a few months ago, when he was asked, how do you protect yourself against inflation? He said, well, it's easy. I, I buy things because yeah. things go up with inflation, right? So this is where, and, and I hate to sound like the one trick pony and the broken record saying the same thing week after week after week, but the, the, the net effect of that is there is a solution Right now, at this time in history, in this transitionary economy, mm -hmm. you have yep. to buy. So I'm, I, I couldn't be more succinct or more mm -hmm. forceful on it. You have to buy it, right? Because it's it's going to be your um, 
it's going to be your inoculation against the sick economy, the inflationary pressures, because it goes up with inflation. So how do you protect yourself? You invest in something that goes up with inflation. Mm -hmm. That's how you protect yourself against it. That's what gold and silver do because they're tangible in their things. And, And I'm not saying that gold or silver are going to be the greatest thing for the rest of your life. It's not the greatest thing since sliced bread. Everything has a bottom. Everything has a top. Everything goes through trends. But boy, I I would say for the next year to five years, uh, because of the way that policies Mm -hmm. are are acting, the gold and silver will be the best thing that you can do to save, protect, and preserve and grow your portfolio. At some point, though, we're going to lock in our profits. And I'll be telling everybody, sell your silver, sell your gold, probably go back into the stock market, do something different. But I don't see that happening anytime real soon. Man, I love it. I love working with you because you help us transition too. It's not like a one-time purchase. We have a relationship with you. So I purchase silver from you. We walk through this process. And then when it's time to sell, you let us know. We move on to something else, which is I love that relationship and just always knowing I have somebody that has my back. I would ask a a broker when you're working with them because I don't know how they all work, but I know quite a few people. They were always shocked when they went to sell silver with some other uh, entity when there's a commission on the sell, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's a big deal because, you know, if you buy one ounce of silver, you're expecting this to go up. Yep. And so you don't want to pay a commission on your gains because you're going to pay capital gains on your gains, you know, as well. So, uh, you know, you got to, you have a great system to be able to take care of people on the front end and not penalize them for success on the back end. That's exactly right. There is no fee at the end. I love that. So you can go to flyovergold.com dot com. There's a landing page. Fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call. It's absolutely free. It's a free consultation. Do it today, or you can call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.